It's so easy for us as church leaders to get bogged down in the weeds of just doing ministry week in and week out. But it's amazing how making a small shift in the way that we see things can give us a much greater leadership perspective. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin and this is Church Leader Made Simple and I'm here to help you get the clarity needed to move your church forward. I'd love for you to join me weekly. Just hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new video. And without any further delay, let's get to it. In 2002, Angie and I, my wife, moved from the big city of Alexandria, Louisiana to a little tiny town called Washington, D.C. And I was less than a year out of college as a registered nurse, 22 years old, and we were only eight months into our marriage, and I would probably have to say my father-in-law was not very happy with me. We didn't really have much. We left here with one of those little 10-foot U-Haul trucks, and the only reason we needed that big of a truck was because of all of the secondhand furniture that people had blessed us with. You have to understand that I grew up in a small city, and my wife grew up in a, in a little bitty town called Tullus. Tullus had a population of about 300 people. And so we found ourselves living in this big metropolitan area of Washington, D.C. And we were experiencing some amazing things for uh, a couple of young lovebirds like us. You know, we got to see things that many of you may never get to see. And at first, we literally didn't even own a camera to take pictures of all of those new experiences. We just couldn't afford one. And this was before smartphones became so popular. Until my stepmom came to the rescue. And for Christmas that year, she bought Angie and I our very first digital camera. It was a 2 megapixel Sony CyberShot, state-of-the-art, and man, was that a great camera. We were so excited. We took pictures everywhere we went. And for those of you listening on podcast or reading my blog, you're going to have to go to churchleadermadesimple.com and watch the video to see these pictures that I'm going to talk about. This first picture, this was the little home missions church in Alexandria, Virginia, that we moved to across the nation to help. And uh, we were having church in a school gym in this picture. We had to set up that entire church every Sunday morning. Many of you watching know what that was like. What, and uh, I can tell you, I do not miss having to do that. Um, here's the second picture. We even got to visit the White House. President Bush tried to get us to stay and have dinner with him that evening, uh, but we were kind of tied up with other sightseeing plans, so we didn't get to do that. Yeah, right. Here's another picture. Does anybody know what this picture is? It's the Capitol. Boy, that, that, that little two megapixel camera, it took some good shots. And uh, I was flipping back through some of my old pictures the other day, just admiring my fancy handiwork. Of course, it was the quality of that two megapixel camera that did all of the work. Now remember, this capital picture is a two megapixel picture. Let's see what happens when we zoom in just a little bit. Hmm, that's, that gets a little bit rough. Let's zoom in one more time. That's really, 
rough, and I can barely even tell that, that people are in the picture. That's a two megapixel camera from the early 2000s. Uh, now I want us to consider another picture, a picture called Mont Blanc. This is a really big picture. And to current date, this is the largest photo in the world that was taken of something here on Earth. And the picture is of uh, Europe's highest mountain, Mont Blanc. And the photo is a staggering 365 gigapixels. Just a little bit bigger than my two megapixel picture. A five-member team spent two weeks gathering the data for this picture. They had, they had to piece together over 70,000 photographs in over two months with high-tech equipment to pull this off. And the result was this 365 gigapixel photo. And if you were to print it out on 300 DPI, it would be as large as a football field. If you were to zoom way in on that photo, you can actually see a couple of hikers that just happened to be on the mountain in the center of the frame as they were taking these pictures. And uh, with a two megapixel camera, I may be able to get an average view of that mountain, but there's absolutely no way that I could have zoomed in 100% to these hikers. And it's amazing to be able to see that much detail from that many miles away. Mont Blanc is a big, big picture. But here's the point. When we're living life, especially as church leaders, it's so easy to get in the hustle and the bustle of life and our vision may get a little skewed and pixelated by life circumstances and the daily grind of life. And so sometimes it helps to sort of step back and see the big picture of life. It does something in us. It allows us to be refreshed at times and allows us to grab hold of a different perspective. And I want to declare today, and, and I think most of you would agree with me, as a church leader called by God, I get my big picture of life and of this world, not from news media, not from politics, not from current world events, not from some famous person, but from a book called the Bible. The Bible gives us the details of exactly what I need to know. And I trust and believe every word emphatically. And I personally have bought into a leadership life that's full of Jesus. And I'm all in. There's nothing I want more in my life than to please my Lord and Savior. There's nothing I want more in my life than to be a greater disciple of Christ and to lead others to be greater disciples of Christ. That's the big picture for my life. I'm not happy with a pixelated two megapixel version of Jesus in my life. I want a clear 365 gigapixel version of Jesus and his mission. Jesus, the greatest leader in history, not only told us to make disciples, but he also gave us a leadership model to follow in our disciple making efforts. And I believe his methods are just as divine as his teachings. He exampled the perfect fundamental methodology in making disciples and leading others. He chose relationships that are grounded in truth and love. That's, that's what sustained his influence. It sustained his leadership. In Jesus' leadership, discipleship was always his emphasis and relationships were always his method. Jesus invited 12 guys into his life and he loved them, he led them, he built relationships with them and he taught them to be disciples. He invested in them. 
Everywhere they went, he invested in them. And the Apostle Paul did the exact same thing. Paul, Paul didn't just lead a Sunday school class once a week or, or just preach a sermon to a large crowd occasionally. He focused on leading people, on building relationships, on helping people grow, helping people take their next step. And that is the big picture of leadership. And the big picture of my life as a leader is this. First, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Second, to make disciples of Christ. And third, to lead others to become greater disciple makers of Christ. And with this big picture in mind, it's imperative that we work hard to establish and maintain effective church leadership. And I'd like to encourage you to evaluate your life through this question. And I know this is a broad question, but we're, we're talking about the big picture here. What's the one shift that you need to make in your personal life to become a greater church leader? In the next session, I'll spend some time diving into more of the details of what leadership in Scripture actually looks like. And I want to thank you so much for giving me your time and your attention. And I would encourage you, please hit the like button. It really will make a difference. And be sure to visit churchleadermadesimple.com. There's a free seven-session course called Leader Life and Rhythm that you can't find anywhere else. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.